Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Curtelli, and with me, as always, Luca Moya. Buddy, I haven't seen you in a long time. I haven't talked to you in a long time. How you been? What you been up to? Let's hear it. I haven't seen you in person, I don't think, since uh, the golf rip last year. No, it, it's still, been a yeah. while. We need to get a studio, man. So we can, I, I see all these podcasts where guys are like side by side in like a room. And I'm like, we never do this. We're still there. You still, I'm still, I stare at the same Leafs thing behind your bed. And you still <laughs> stare at these, you know, these pot lights going off in the back that blind my face for the yeah. last two years, it feels like. So, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while we haven't done this in a while though no like, this is probably, so forgive us if we're a little rusty <laughs> we just took a honestly i think we're like yeah we're, let's do a podcast because we usually record about monday tuesday early in the mm. week and then one monday i didn't text you you didn't text me and then just went ghost for like four yeah. weeks and we're like yeah let's just wait till the stand cup final like at this point it's like least lost there's nothing really to talk about the jays are whatever the raptors are done it's like do you really want to come on here and talk to you guys about what went wrong or what do they got to do? Like we do this every year. So let's just move on and let's talk about the final. As, as I was in Punta Cana when the Leafs lost. That's uh, right. I, I'd have, so I took a little week vacation out to Punta Cana with a bunch of friends and Luca, the atmosphere there for the Leafs game was like, you could cut the tension with a knife. Like it was crazy. Cause we just let, that was the day we landed. It was game uh, seven. It was game seven. So all the boys, there was a sports bar at the resort. We go around. There's this big, huge screen with couches, like theater couches all the way up. And we packed that building there, that, that place. There was other Leaf fans there, other Canadians there rooting for the Leafs. And we had a couple pops. And then just the game was just absolutely awful to watch. Like the boys just couldn't get it going. Vasilevsky, once again, in an elimination game, just getting it done. And Tampa Bay. We're going to get into this. I do yeah. want to ask you if I can ask the first question. Yeah, for sure. doesn't usually happen, but it doesn't really happen. Actually. Go ahead. Um, everybody talks about Vasilevsky and his record. Like, but don't you think the team in front of him deserves some respect too? like, they completely shut it down when I, they need to shut it down. Man. But, but Luca, like he's great. He's like, probably when it comes be... to after a loss or an elimination game or a game seven, Getting a shutout, yeah, you could say it's the team, but like he puts up big saves and he just, it's just the way his demeanor is in the net. If you saw him in a couple games in the Leafs series, you could see he was a little shaky. The Leafs were, were getting some high danger scoring chances on him. Like he wasn't looking that great. But if you see him in game seven, calm, cool, collected, even throughout the whole against Florida in the, in the, in the fourth game, calm, cool, collected, shutout. Then in game set in uh, game seven against the, or game six against the New York Rangers, calm, cool, collected, and he gets it done for the Tampa Bay, for Tampa Bay. And this is what, this is what I think is going to be the biggest X factor as we move into the Stanley Cup final, Colorado and the Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa there for the third straight year. If Vasilevsky can play good for these seven games, Colorado, I think, has no chance. Because I my pick's Colorado. I think Colorado can do it based on their offense. Kale McCarr and like and Taves and that decor has just been unbelievable for them. Mm-hmm. And I just think like Tampa Bay, they've been there. They played so much hockey over the past three years, like, and they're going to go up against this juggernaut in Colorado. I just think it comes down to Vasilevsky. If he can stand tall and beat Kemp 
Kemper. He can beat Frank Hughes. I think Tampa might three-peat here. I'd like to see a different champion, obviously. I think this is going to be one of the better Stanley Cup final series that we've seen in probably I would yeah I was listening to this conversation years. on the radio Luca can you agree that this this Stanley Cup final has the two best teams in the league since Pittsburgh and Detroit because it's always been like since that Stanley Cup final that 2009 Stanley Cup final it's really been like the team that just got hot in the playoffs has gone to the final because mm-hmm. like well, even even Boston Boston wasn't the best team in the 2011 wasn't the best team. They versus Vancouver who were the president's trophy winners yeah. and they lost. You know what I'm saying? Chicago, you could say that like, team was really good, but it yeah, was really good. But like against the, the next, like the two best teams in the league right now are Tampa Bay and the Colorado avalanche. That's why I think it's going to be a great series. Yeah. I think you got, you know, superstars all over the ice and that's what makes it so intriguing. I think you know, Tampa's last two cups have been, I'm not going to say easy. That's not really, to say, but you kind of, they've knew. been pretty like Dallas. You know, Dallas, again, Dallas just got hot in the bubble. But again, that's a bubble championship and, and, and great for Tampa for doing that. It's really hard to do, but a bubble championship, Dallas was there. It was very hard circumstances. So uh, good for Tampa for getting that done. But again, like, you know, home ice wasn't really a factor. No. And if you put Tampa on an ice with anybody, they're probably 99% of the time the better team. Mm-hmm. So that helped them, I think, a little bit. Montreal last year, <laughs> like, dude, it's come a on. Miracle. Like, just they're a miracle. Get, they're getting, yeah, they're getting Shane Wright this year. That just goes to show you, you know, where, 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 how good that team is. And now you, you got Colorado. This is, this is going to be a test. Tampa is entering. I think they, they're already there. If they win, they're for sure there. It's like dynasty level. And it might be one of the, the greatest dynasties you could say in no, hockey, just because sure. of the salary cap era, just because they had to go through COVID and how they did it. Yeah, you could say they cheated, which they did with Kucherov, but they still, you know, they still can get it done with the salary cap era. I'm, I'm not going to let that go because I, I oh hate those my guys. Gosh, why, man? But, but hold on, but I do respect them for how consistent. And I was listening to the radio today. Like, if you think about it. They've had short summers for the last three years, okay? Went through a pandemic. It's hard to wrap your head around it when you got people around the league saying, hey, you know, I'm on vacation right now watching you guys play. And you're like, damn, man. Like, I've been playing this damn sport for, what, 10 months? Is I don't know. I'm not, I'm not doing the math quickly here. But, like, majority of the year, and, you know, like guys are there on the beach. They're relaxing. Yeah, they didn't win the cup, but they're good. And you're like, my God, I'm still sweating, man. I'm still not showering like after games when i have a good one yeah that's the difference and they've been able to do that for so many years they're gonna have another short summer again this year dude i don't know what to say man they're they're, they're a dynasty already and if they win three in a row like if they win three or like and what what's to say they, they they're not going to be right back at it again next year like i think everybody's pretty much locked up yeah everybody gets a year older but yeah, you Who's still being? have you still have Andre Vasilevsky in his prime. Yeah. Like they, uh, Hedman is still a Norris Trophy candidate defenseman. Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, what is he like? Twenty five years, <laughs> twenty five years old. If Braden Point stays healthy, he's still in. He's right now in his prime. Yeah, you have you have your depth. Like Corey Perry was like literally the best pickup 
this offseason, I have to say. Playing at $1 million on your fourth line, and he's playing on the first power play. What about Nick Paul? Nick Paul. That kid. <laughs> oh, man. When he scored two goals in yeah, game know. seven. I know. Nick Paul. Nick like, Paul. That's the difference, man. But that's what – this is what, like – it's uh, now, of course, I got to throw it back to the Leafs. This is what scares me about the Leafs going into next year. The Tampa Bay Lightning have depth and a goaltender. Mm. I'm not saying it was Jack Campbell's fault, but when you look at game seven, Vasilevsky was locked in. Okay, but and that third and fourth line outplayed the Toronto Maple Leafs' fourth, third and fourth line. And that is the only reason why they lost. And I'm not saying that. If if Toronto beat Tampa, they would be in the Stanley Cup final. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But the depth for Tampa Bay has been there every single year, every single cup run. And now they're going up against Colorado. And that depth, I would say, is equally matched to theirs. This is the league's fault. This is why? the league's fault. Why is it that? You know, it's the league's fault. Because I just remembered something. I don't know if you remember. How the hell did 31 teams not pick up the option on Sorelli. How? We're talking an, about depth what do you guys. Mean? He was an RFA. Nobody matched him. They could have put Tampa in a bind because Tampa's not going to match that oh, offer. So you they think they the could have put an offer sheet out for, for anybody could have right? done it. Oh, they want to give away picks. Who doesn't need a guy like that, man? He, he's got one goal this playoff. Luka. Who one cares? Goal. But he has and shut he, down and every top yes, line. And you notice it. What guy who scores one goal in the playoffs do you talk about being like, yeah, this guy's a third liner, you, you but everybody him. would kill to have him. Exactly. That is the, the crazy thing. They took Kucherov in the second round. Point was in the third, I think. Point was in the third round. Vasilevsky, I don't even know when the hell he went. Yeah, but goalies don't go usually high, no. but still. I'm saying, but remember Vasilevsky in 2016 when he came in for Bishop? Oh, in 2015. The- 2015, pardon me. Yeah, yeah. Against uh, against Chicago, poor Vasilevsky. Now he's the greatest goalie in the world, making 10 million dollars, and he has two cups under his belt, potentially a third. So how much he's making? A 10 mil. 10 million. Hey, you know what? Okay, I had this conversation with my brother, and he was like, "You know what it is? It's the salary caps and how there's no like the income tax in in Tampa. They're like they don't get taxed for their money. So like Kucherov can take eight million dollars and make pretty much the full eight. But Matthews can't has to make eleven because he's not going to make a full eleven yeah, after taxes. But... And I'm like, he's like, there should be different tax like brackets for each team. You know what I mean? Or different yeah, salary is. cap brackets for each team. Like Toronto's should be higher, or this team should be higher because they have to get taxed on the on their on their players and the, how much money they make. Yeah, but then you get into well, then I and I said that's stupid. How can you do that? do that? How are you going to do that? No, that's can... so not fair. But that's. Because that's, that's beyond sport. That's government. That's where you live. Exactly. And that's just that's just and it, the and when you look at it, that I mean it sucks for Toronto, but that's how you attract free agents. Let's yeah. come here, it's hot, and you're not getting income tax. And then I said I said one of my points was where were is everybody complaining about this income tax when Tampa Bay wasn't good? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> it's not like they signed a bunch of guys, they all drafted them. <laughs> Who did they sign? They signed Corey Perry for a million bucks. They signed Pat Maroon for 750, 900K. Who did they sign? Who did they sign? Maybe a couple of defensemen. They traded for Nick Paul, who's still not making that much. Yeah, they just 
Like, I, it's just it's. And John Cooper is is the just been in the greatest situation you can ever ask for as a head coach. Literally, like he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but come on, man. Like he's just there. He's like, guys, just do what you got to do, but and they do the, it. But if you really think about it. And and Julian Breeswell, the GM now, who was the assistant GM when Steve Eiserman was there. Steve Eiserman like, made this. This is team. Steve, this is Steve Eiserman's team. He's a genius, man. And look what he's doing in Detroit. You could just tell. You're like, oh, like, here oh we go. he's already got Lucas Raymond. Oh, he's already got Maurice Sider. Just drafted them. No problem. Yeah. Dylan Larkin, yeah. your captain. Like he's making, I don't know. Steve Eiserman. You want to apply for the Leafs job? I was like, maybe Brendan Shanahan, Steve Eiserman, teammates. Maybe rub off a little bit. Colorado, let's talk about Colorado. What are your thoughts like on this team this whole year based in the playoffs? They they've only lost two games this whole playoff. Kale McCarr is setting stupid records right now for points. Nathan McKinnon, like he has a twitch in his eye. If you don't if you don't see it closely on the ice, this guy is in another zone right now to put to to win the Stanley Cup. Gabriel Landeskog, I, I know Ranton hasn't really been uh up to par or up to his standard, but again. You have Landis Cog, McKinnon, Rantanen. You're going to take that every single day of the week. And just their depth has been playing with, even without Kadri and JT Comfort playing well up there. He moved into Kadri's spot. Uh, Arteri Lekkanen scoring another OT winner to send his team to the Stanley Cup final. Like just these, like Joe Sackick, again, another former player, just building this team from the ground and picking up great depth players to complement their star guys. Give me your thoughts on this Colorado team. Or first off, they're doing this. We want to talk about goalie issues. They're doing this without a, a true number one. Okay. And I just think their team is good enough that they don't need that. They need Kemper and Frank Hughes to play okay hockey. Well, they're definitely all mashed in the goalie department. Like they're just completely oh. white. It's not even it's not even like you can put both they... of those you can put both of those guys in the net. That's like you're still gonna have a better save percentage and the goals against average. It's it's just what it's gonna be. What if they just start lighting up like that offense. But man. this is what I'm saying though. Those those goalies, any one of those goalies, all they gotta do is just not let in the shit goal. That's, that's all it. they gotta do. And I feel like that's a that's what every goalie on every good team has to do. Like Rich Toronto just don't let in the weak goal. Vasilevsky, even though he's amazing, he, he's not gonna be, you know, they're never gonna give up 50 but shots. But he doesn't let those in. Supposed, that's what I'm saying though. He doesn't let those in, and he saves the one that he's not supposed to save. That's the difference with him, right? So if you're those goalies, you're just going to have to just say, listen, if you can just let in two to three, we're fine. Don't yeah, start we can score you five. six. We, we'll <laughs> score. Vasilevsky's going to do his thing. I don't think Colorado's going to come in here and score four or five goals a game, but I could see them scoring about two to three. As long as these goalies keep the score, I think, under three, they'll be know, okay. Man. I could see Colorado putting up like four or five yeah, goals. I think – Man, I think Tampa's got it. That's my. I know you. You said Colorado. I Colorado. I'm sorry. But I just. I. I don't. I haven't seen anybody be able to do it. Like I. I know the Leafs were close, and Colorado. Like the Leafs team was close. Like you know what I mean. Like that Leafs. Team you know what the took them I, to I, seven I, games and yeah. has scored the only goal on Vasilevsky in a game clinching game in a game like clinching. Well, they scored yeah, twice. Game. I mean, that one was called off. That was. Yeah, kind of they stupid. scored twice. Yeah. I, I think if you're Colorado, there, there's two things. No one McKinnon has to show up. That's just what it is. He's got he's got to play the best. Yeah. He's got yes, you know, because Kadri's not there, and that's a huge, huge. He's gonna. Kadri, I, I think he's gonna come back. I think he'll play if this game go if this series goes six seven. I think I could be. If it's if it's two two after after four games, 
you'll I see think, you'll see Kadri in I, there. I think I think I think you're right. I think he will come back if it goes like deep into the mm-hmm. shift, which I do think will happen. I think it is going to go deep. He and Point are similar in the way they play. I mm-hmm. think. <laughs> I mean, imagine Kadri on the Leafs, man. Like that. That's that would be great. <laughs> I talk about this with my boss at work every day. Like, be, imagine the Kadri on the Leafs. Not like imagine the Leafs a guy like Kadri. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be something special, but they don't have him, and nope. he's a they gave him part, away. Yeah, he's a huge part to a team that he has been the best team in the National Hockey League this past season. And I know Tampa's great, and and all these other teams that are good. They've been the best team, I, I think. They won the President's Trophy, if I'm not. No, Florida won didn't. the President's Trophy. Holy, that's right, man, dude. That Which I was okay with because like there's always a jinx with the President's yeah, Trophy I don't winner. Even, and... Don't even win it, and they touched the trophy too. They did uh, touch the trophy. Oh, did Tampa touch it? I didn't really. I don't. I don't think they did. You, you I know, think I they somewhere. Like... I would have saw it on social media if they touched it, but I don't. Maybe they haven't touched it throughout the three years. I feel like. Oh, they haven't. Is that right? Oh, that's a good point. You got to ride it. You won. Well, you ride you're it. Yeah, two no, for no. two right now. You have to ride it. I mean, unless they did something different last year, which I don't imagine. Maybe in 2015 they, probably... they touched it. Oh, maybe. Man, we gotta do some research. Or maybe you're going up against Montreal. You're like, I don't give a shit about superstition. Yeah, just touch it. We're gonna win. (laughs) So we'll give them game five, and then we'll we'll bring it back home. Yeah, exactly. Um, But X factors are definitely McKinnon and Kill McCarr. Like those are the two guys. If you're Tampa, you have superstars, yes. But I, I think the two best players, uh, best left two. I'm talking about like they touched it. They touched the trophy this year. Yep. Eastern year? Conference champion Tampa Bay Lightning ignored superstition and touched the Prince of Wales trophy. What about the last two years? You know? This is, this is live information for people. The people are probably listening like, dude, are you serious? You guys don't know? I, I don't. Yep, they touched it in 2020. So they touch, they've probably touched it every year. And that's probably why Colorado touched it. Like, that's like, why the they super, probably the touched su- it. The superstitions They block it out. Year. They blocked it yeah. out. Um, I think out of the skaters, not Vasilevsky. Take Vasilevsky out of the mm-hmm. equation. I think Colorado's got two the top two players. Yeah, on the ice. I, I'm taking Kale McCarr and McKinnon over Cooch and Hedman. I yep. would. Now, when you're talking about down the lineup, you, you go Ranton and Landeskog. Okay, then I'd probably go Tampa because they got Stammer Point. No point. We talked about Sorelli. Palat still. Oh God. Palat. <laughs> you just go down like Kalorn. Kalorn still playing. Kalorn like, just gets it done too. He scores the big goal. He plays on the no. power play as well. What is a crazier stat to you? Okay, and. I know he didn't win. Maroon going to four straight or would win four straight, but going to four straight. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy because he's been on Tampa all three years. So I don't really, I count the one in St. Louis for sure, but then you've been on Tampa all three years. So it's like, okay, yeah, like you are going, but so was the team or Corey Perry being on three different teams and going to three in a row. Like I, I think for That's me, pretty cool. The, the Perry one would be pretty, like, you can't beat him, join him kind of thing. But like, you're going to the final regardless of what team you're on. Whereas Maroon, wow. yeah, I you're gonna even, win. I didn't it. even think of that stat. You're right, yeah. Dallas, Montreal, now Tampa. Wow, I guess kind of crazy. It, it would be cool if he, if he if he won on Dallas, won on Montreal, now wins for Tampa. But like, he hasn't been able to beat Tampa, and now he's gonna join him. If he goes and loses this one, oh, dude, that would be. You remember the? <laughs> do you remember the Marion Hosa? Oh, that was when he was on. Yeah, Pittsburgh but he won. He 08. won the third year. He's won the third year. Yeah, because he. Yeah, he went to Chicago. He went yeah, totally the great- other way. That was the greatest. Team but he ever. went to he was on 08 Pittsburgh, lost to Detroit, then left, went to Detroit, lost to Pittsburgh the next year, and then went to Chicago, Chicago. And, he won three, like, and then just wins three cups. He's like, yeah, whatever, I got it now. 
question for you before we move on. I feel like you, you got Colorado. I got Tampa, which is weird because I've been saying Colorado for like what two years. No, you said call you said Colorado in our uh, midseason preview. You said Colorado. I think you said Colorado Tampa. I think I did. And I, yeah, I remember my pick. And I who's your the Carolina? No, I had Calgary and freaking Florida. Dude, that's wrong. At man. the time of the midseason <laughs> oh, podcast, wow. Luca Calgary was on the fire, you, and I'm like, you know they have I, better goaltending. They had Markstrom, who was like a Vesna Trophy candidate halfway through the year, and then went like this. I and, did think Calgary was gonna like win, and then Florida and trades I, for Giroux. Yeah, I know, and I then know. get bounced four straight. I, I'm thinking though, in that Calgary series against Edmonton, I'm like, hey, they're gonna easily win this in like six. I games. thought they were gonna kill Edmonton. I really did. And they got dumped. Man. They got dummied. Yeah. Connor yeah. McDavid. I so, was actually happy for him after that. I was like, yeah, you know good what? for him. Good, good for him. you. Get to a conference final. Get bounced by the. Colorado. They're gonna lose. I was just saying, like, you're gonna get swept anyways, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I don't know, man. I've been seeing Colorado do for like well, ever since I've known you. I think I've always been on the hey, Colorado. Colorado. Every year, Colorado, like, Colorado or Pittsburgh. Colorado or Pittsburgh. Colorado, Pittsburgh. And and that's been my fault. And I'm like, and I said to you at the midseason, now I'm, I'm starting to remember. I'm like, man, I just can't see anybody really being Tampa other than the Leafs. And look what happened. Like, the Leafs Almost gave the hardest it. run. Almost, Almost did, did it. it. So, I got Tampa, Colorado. I think I got it right. I think I'm going to Colorado. I'm going to go Tampa just because it's Tampa and it's, it's different from you. So, it makes it yeah, more I'm going Colorado. Yeah. Seven games, there. though, right? Both, yeah, I seven, think we both got seven. seven. We both seven got games. seven. Um, Before we go now, I see. Oh, before we go. Okay. 2010 Blackhawks or this Tampa Bay, any of the Tampa Bay teams in the last three years? I You you could say this is maybe their best team. I don't wow, know. Wow, that's a good question because like what you said before, you had the bubble and you had the shortened season yeah. playoff. You also had the lockout though for, for Chicago in 2013. I'm going to say this. They won three Ooh. and five. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Chicago because their road to the cups, they had to go through harder teams. They had to play LA a lot in those runs. And Detroit, I believe it or not, I think Detroit was still. No, Detroit went in the East, I think in 11 or 12. So I think they only played them really? in, in 10. They only played Detroit in 10. Oh, I thought it was like 2014. But remember, there was those San Jose teams that were sick. Oh, back my then. God. Then you oh, had yeah. Vancouver. They lost to them in, in and 11. Anaheim was good too. Prime Corey Perry. Prime there Corey you go. Perry and Getzlaff. So I would Pavelski say and Thornton. Yeah, I mean, if you look, you have the bubble championship. Tampa. That was hard to win. I get it. It was against Dallas, but still a hard championship. That's a good win. question, Luca. Yeah, no, thank you. And but they're so they're totally different teams. I would say yeah, the Chicago teams are more like this Colorado team. They don't have like the stellar goaltending, but they got Keith Seabrook, Oduya, Taves, Kane, Sharp, Sod, like <laughs> Hosa, all these guys up front. And it's crazy that I'm asking this question. Because Chicago ended their dynasty 2015 being Tampa, and now Tampa started theirs like five years later. So that's the so you, go, you mentioned it. You mentioned it. That was the start of Vasilevsky. That's the first time we got to. That's got the to start see of him. Vasilevsky, and then they got rid of Bishop. The I think the next year, and they went where well, they went full Vasilevsky. Yep. I'm gonna go. I, Chicago. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chicago too, but it would be very hard to argue because like those LA, the best series like the Stanley Cup Finals when Chicago always went was. It was LA and Chicago. Those were the Stanley Cup finals. Those Western Conference yeah. or second round battles. Those were the Stanley Cup finals. Vancouver was good too, but I get it. Yeah. The, those San Jose teams. You know what I mean? Just... The San Jose teams were sick. But, but man, like, if you think oh, it's just so hard because it's so hard to argue three in a row. Because remember how powerful the West was back then? 
Yeah, no, it was the West was now sick, and like now it's now all it's east. east. But like the West was was unreal. What? But don't kid yourself though, too. Like Chicago's Chicago really only had one hard. I feel like like in twenty. 10 Philly. Okay, yeah, Philly was good. Listen, they no, had but I'm not saying the cup there. final. I'm saying the No, role. I know, but I'm saying we talked about Tampa having like easier cup final matchups. Yeah. They played a young Tampa team with Vasilevsky, who even though he's good now at the time, yeah. no one knew about him. They get that one done pretty easily. Yeah. You get 2010 against Philly. You get a young Drew. I don't I think yeah, Drew was in the mm-hmm. league by then. Yep. And you still have Chris Pronger. He had that. So it, it was it was a good team, but it's I don't think it was the best but team. But I think, yeah, again, they didn't have the best team. Yeah. And then you know, you, and then in Boston in 2013, the lockout short season, Boston was still a very good team. They got that. I think Boston probably, and I'm not saying this because whatever. I think they were the best of those three teams. Now mm-hmm. looking at it, for Tampa, obviously they went on this dynasty run. Colorado is going to be that team now, where that's going to be the hardest team they face. Yeah, so I don't know, you, man. They could be they could be right back here next year. We're gonna have the same conversation with these two teams. Seriously, I'm gonna pick next year on our. Or NHL gonna, preview. I'm going. You got to. You got to stop going with. Dude, Florida is sick. Carolina, dude, screw those teams. They don't got. They don't got the mentality to do it. They don't. I'm sorry. No, unless Tampa, unless Tampa goes for a full rebuild, then oh, you can start talking what about. Those I would teams. say Carolina would have beaten the Rangers if Freddie was in that. Potentially. You had Ranta and your third string. I don't even know his name. You had your third string in there. As, as much as you have team defense and Carolina needs, I'm sorry, Sebastian Aho. I'm sorry, Spechnikov. I'm sorry, Tara Vinen. You need a, you need a, like a, a star because they don't have that. As much as Aho like puts up what 60, 70, 80 points a year, yeah. you need a star. You need, maybe, you need your, you need your guy. Maybe they get past neck. It's on the way. It's on the way out. They would send them to the East. They would keep them in the East. No. Well, now we're going to segue. You see Cassidy got the Vegas, Vegas. job. I'll tell you right now, all money on Vegas next year. You think? Yeah. Not all my money because it's not a lot. But healthy, healthy Mark Stone, healthy, healthy Pacioretty, team. healthy Eichel, Pacherangelo. They made a mistake trading Fleury. I'm sorry. Like Robin Leonard. Well, I said it though, right? and you said I think you were on board with that. Yeah, I, I, I would have took Fleury. Like, dude, what are you way. doing? Like, what are you doing? But it yeah. was this is what I don't understand. But he's young. This is, this is what I don't understand. Hey, I think he's in his thirties, maybe like Jack Hamill, 31, 32. But this is what I don't understand. One of the reasons, like I don't know if it's true, but one of the reasons is uh, Dubois, the Dubois, Dubois, right? The yeah, coach. Dubois, Dubois, Dubois. Yeah. He was his goalie. Like he preferred Leonard as his goalie. That is yeah. one of the reasons why Flurry was shipped out for nothing, first of all, for nothing. And then the next season, you can DeBoer. How does that make any sense? Vegas doesn't make any sense to me because they're doing like what Vegas is. They're going all in all the time. They don't care about draft picks. They don't care about prospects. They just will trade anything to get anything. They, they're over the cap right now, Luca. If they have everybody back, they're over the cap. So some of that team is going to go, the depth pieces. I already saw William Carlson might be headed to Ottawa. Is rumored to go to Ottawa. You know what I mean? Like they don't care about loyalty. Like Paul Stasny was on that team four times. He's been shipped in and out, in and out. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh <laughs> like, my god! I don't understand? I know for real. So, uh, yeah, I I like Vegas too, just because like their their whole pedigree and how many times they've got they've gotten to the Stanley Cup or like close to the Stanley Cup final. But Colorado Tampa. Colorado Tampa, it's going to be a good one. It is uh, 
It's going to be exciting. It's going to go seven, I think. I, yeah. think. I think they owe it to hockey fans to go seven. We need seven games of these. Uh, of the, I think, it could, dude, if, if, if there was a potential to go 11 games, you'd go 11. Let's do a game eight. Let's go to yeah. game eight. For real. Unprecedented. Um, let's segue. we got two final topics. Let's talk about the Jays. Uh, first of all, Hinjin Ryu just announced today that he's having season-ending elbow surgery. They don't know if it's just like a certain type of elbow surgery or it's going to be Tommy John. But uh, my opinion, I think this is the last time we're going to see Hinjin Ryu in a Blue Jays uniform uh, because he's just going to go on the long-term uh, IL and he's going to ride out that contract. And that's just the way it is. Ross Atkins, Mark Shapiro need to do some work. Maybe find another starter because, again, Kikuchi hasn't been that great. Gosman, been up and down. Berrios, hard start to the year. I was at the game where he had, what, 13 strikeouts. Uh, that was a good game against the Minnesota Twins. That's right, yeah. And we have an ace, at least. We have an ace. What did I tell you, la- Why did I tell you last year? We went into a wild card game. I know Ray won the Cy Young. I would have given it to Manoa. That guy. And look at Ray. He's not even doing that well either down in Seattle. Give it to Manoa. The guy's a stud. The guy's care. a stud. He's my favorite. He, if, if I ever see, let me tell you now, he's entered the Vladdy conversation. If I ever see him or Vladdy in pinstripes, I'm never watching baseball ever again. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. No, I'm serious. So man. we have three guys we got to sign long term. Vladdy, Bo, Alec Manoa. Dude, Bo seems like the guy, though. Like, I don't know Bo personally, and if he listens to this podcast, which is very highly unlikely. But if he does this podcast, Bo, you seem like the kind of guy to me that would just leave. I'm sorry. I, I don't I get that vibe. Really? That he would leave. I get the vibe that he would leave. I would. I do. I just, like, what, I hope he what team? Yeah, I hope, I he, hope does. he does. But, like, you have Trey Turner. I'm just, think of the big teams here. Think of the big teams. You have Trey Turner out in Los Angeles playing shortstop. Yep. You have the short. Who's shortstop for the Yankees right now? Glaber Torres. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I feel like we're missing a big name here. I think Derek Jeter is playing for the Yankees still. Dude, if and then you have then you have um, what's his name in Boston too? Oh, you have uh, Devers. No, not he's playing third base. Oh, you're saying the shortstop? Yeah, Bogarts. Bogarts. He's playing shortstop out there, and you have Trevor Story. As well, they just signed to a long-term deal. Oh, that's right. That's it. There you go. So, so like, it's maybe hard the fish. Phillies. The Phillies, what? They have Didi Gregorius at short? What are we talking about right now? The Phillies are, are always in on big money players. They signed Bryce Harper for... for, for... We're talking about Bo going to, to a place? Is that what yeah, we're well, that's about? what we're talking about. You brought buddy, it up. You said the buddy, guy's going to leave. You know where he's going. He's going to the Dodgers, dude. They get everybody. Like, why, why, why are we having this he's conversation? going to stay with the... Because... They lined it up, Mark Shapiro. We have six minutes left in this Zoom call. They lined it up where Bo, Vladdy, blows and Vladdy's contract will end when all those big deals run out. Springers, Gosman's. I don't think Barrios is, but like those big deals are going to run out. So there's going to be money on the table to sign those guys. And if you're in a comfortable situation and you like your team, you like where the team's headed, and Mark Shapiro throws a big check in front of you, what, you're not going to stay just because you want to play in pinstripes and ha- put more pressure on you? Like, come on. If you play in New York, it's like playing for the Leafs in hockey. It, there's stupid amount of pressure there. I would say for the Jays, it's like, oh, we just love the Jays. We'll always go watch the Jays. Whether they suck or not, everybody's going to go watch the Jays. And you're at this point where this team is almost at that hump. Again, we said at the start of the year, I don't think they're there this year. 
maybe if they get hot towards the end of the season like they did last year. But Dude, I was telling. I think that- they again they need one more. You change the team too much and just it throws off the vibe. Which is why and- last year they needed to get in because they were hot and you never know what could have happened if they got in last year. The good thing is about Toronto is they've shown in the past that if it's not working at the deadline, they will make a move. They're yes. willing. They are willing to do stuff at the deadline to make a move. And I think that a couple moves could fall in their favor. But I'll tell you something. Every time Toronto's on the verge of sweeping a team, I'm betting against them. They cannot sweep teams for the life of them. I don't get it. Those smash teams, 11-0, 11-0, 11-0. Sweep day comes, they'll lose 3-1. Yep. It's like... Hey, I'll take 2-1 series every day. I, I So will I. But I just want to see a convincing... You know what? You go up against a, a crap team like the Reds, sweep them, man. Just just sweep them because you got the Yankees sweeping them. Those are the games, like, I get it. And what do we always talk about? One game, man. The one guy, yeah, okay, they won three or four. I don't care. I want four or four. Yeah. I want you to go into the game and say, yeah, you know what? You should sweep this team. That's what good teams do. They sweep teams. I haven't seen a sweep in I don't know how long, man. <laughs> they just they don't sweep teams. The but they'll win the series. They'll but win they'll the series. win the series. And that's all we can hope for. That's, that's win 2 one they're going to have more games win than losses at the end of the year. The Yankees Agreed. are on fire right now. Sure, now they put the third wild card team in now, eh? Yeah, yeah now they do that. Thank God. Hopefully we get in. Yeah, they're uh, gonna get, it's going to be four AL East teams. Take that in. Yeah, Boston, Boston, Boston Tampa, Tampa, Jays, and the Yankees. <laughs> and I don't we play want, in the hardest division. What, what can you say? We play in the hardest division. Yeah, of course we do. Let's wrap but, it up here. RBC Canadian Open. Yep. That was pretty cool to watch. It was. Rory McIlroy takes it. Almost blew it to Justin Thomas. I saw when Justin Thomas came back and was one shot back of Rory, I put 20 bucks on him. I said, yeah, on just JT. Because I'm like, he just did that at the PGA Championship. He came back. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's a Canadian Open. Like, uh, there's not that but much this pressure. This is like Rory's like, thing man yeah it's his thing i know but like i was just again it it was plus 250 so i just took it i lost obviously but i don't know i'm in a golfing mood right now luca call me fino you know morikawa was playing at the u.s open i might i might dabble a little bit on that i love morikawa you know me I'm a big guy, but he always seems to disappoint me he's like top 10 he just never get there like just just, then bet him in the top 10 yeah, but the odds go lower. I'm, I'm, ah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 go big or go home, man. I, I, I want you. to turn it. It's more, it's more riveting, man. If you see them at the top of the leaderboard and they make that putt, or they three putt on eighteen, you Dude, lose. I made a lot of money at the Masters. I made money on Tiger making the cut in the Masters. Oh, the, that's uh, yeah. The former PGA player Dustin Johnson getting into the top ten. Scheffler getting. Scheffler I feel like Scheffler. Scheffler. Scheffler when he so was going on that uh, that six month run. It's like you just just go on Scheffler because he was just unbeatable, man. Like he was dumbing everybody. Watch out, U.S. Open. Watch out for the U.S. Open with Scheffler. Who's uh, who's your pick? I got Morikawa just because I always pick Morikawa, and eventually it's got to hit. I'm gonna well, say my sleeper. I'll tell you my sleeper. That's one. next. Is it next weekend? The U.S. Uh, Open or in two weekends? Yeah, I'll check now while you give your prediction. Give me who you win in a sleeper. Who I win in a sleeper? I'm going to take. You can't say Corey Connors, dude. No, like, I'm not gonna say over. Corey Connors. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Justin Thomas wins. Oh, he it's wins the sweep, majors. man. It's on Thursday. And my sleep. Oh, it's on Thursday. So Justin yeah. Thomas wins. Okay. And my sleeper is going to be, and I always pick him all the time. 
Shoffley. I want Shoffley you, to win. You, I love Shoffley. Dude, I don't even think Morikawa is playing, man. Oh, he is playing. Never mind. Uh, my sleeper is Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. All right. Golf. Canadian Grand Prix this weekend. Formula oh, yeah. One. Don't ask me about that. The Red Bulls. <laughs> they are going off. I love Formula One right now. One, two Red Bulls. Perez, Verstappen. Ferrari's engine just can't hold on. Canadian Grand Prix. It's going to be a good one. Luca, we got a pod in finally. Finally got a pod in. Uh, we're probably not going to do a, like, we're going to do spot podcast. Whenever big events happen, maybe yeah. right after the U S open, maybe right before the NFL season, we're, we're going to do spot podcasts, uh, from now on, uh, yeah. Luke and I are both busy guys. Obviously. Yeah, listen, you're not getting the hint. This zoom meeting is going to end. I'm sorry. People who yeah. can't tell me, tell me we're stretching it just a little two bit. Minutes. No, you got to wrap this. I have the time right on my screen. Don't worry. About oh, it. do you? Okay. And then. Sure. One of the big things is me and Luke are going to play a golf game again, and we're going to try and get that on video. We're going to put that out. I think it's going to be hilarious. Maybe I'll take I'll take <laughs> oh, 30 no. I'll take 35 bucks from him once again. Luca, thank yeah. you so much. I'm Luke Scritelli. That was the L2 Sports Podcast, and we'll see you guys whenever we're back.